This is the Pick of the Bunch by Basic Bananas, where we share the pick of the bunch when it comes to marketing, business, and people. Hey, you brilliant ninja. Today, I've got a little bit of a treat for you. I've got Ellen and Jess, who are the founders of Bandicoot, a kid's clothing label that is amazing. They're with me today sharing some of the strategies that they have implemented in their business and also how they have changed completely to being e-commerce and how that's really impacted their bottom line. You will love them as much as we do. So let's get straight into it. Hey, Ellen and Jess, thank you so much for joining me today on the Basic Bananas podcast. Oh, hi, Francisca. It's lovely to be here. We feel very honored. Thank you so much. I feel very honored too because I've been wanting to talk to you and share your biggest lessons for your label, Bandicoot, which is a clothing label for kids. And you've been one of our members in the Clever Bunch for only a few months and you are amazing at how much you've been implementing. So I'm really happy to, to share you with our audience and share some of the campaigns that you have implemented because I have a feeling that this will be really helpful for a lot of other businesses too. So before we get into it, can you quickly share a little bit about Bandicoot? It's, it, the whole team here just loves you guys and the name and <laughs> everything you're about. So I'll let you quickly talk about Bandicoot, what, what it is, and, and then we get into the first question. Sure. So Bandicoot um, came about because Jess and I are both fairly creative um, and it coincided with Jess having children. So as a means of our, um, a creative outlet for us and also with um, a vision of creating our own business uh, in the long term, we, we thought that a children's clothing line might be a good way to sort of satisfy both of those needs. Yeah. And something we noticed that was really lacking in the children's clothing market was really nice Australiana baby and children's clothing. Like there's a lot of Australiana out there, but a lot of it is still very kitsch and we wanted to do something a bit more modern um, and something that was going to stand the test of time. So that's why we came up with our own fabric designs um, and yeah, created something really unique. And we were really lucky to have the opportunity to work together. Um, we're like BFFs. We are. <laughs> <laughs> um, we purchased um, a property outside of Canberra in the little town of Gunning. Uh, so we have our studio here and we're able to produce all of our um, designs and do a lot of the sewing here in the studio. Um, one of the things that we love to do is actually hand printing. So we do a lot of block printing of our fabrics as well as digital um, designs. So um, out, of, out of all of that was born Bandicoot and we thought the name Bandicoot was highly appropriate for an Australian children's clothing company. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an amazing name and it's very memorable. And quickly for the listeners who obviously may not know you guys. So we have Ellen is, is an Ellen and Jess are a mom and daughter partnership here. How, it, how is that? So you said you're BFFs with partnerships, you know, yeah. there are sometimes ups and downs, especially with also family partnerships in business. Is it always super rosy? Um, no, no, I would say we're we <laughs> not always super rosy. Um, we, have yeah. very, we have very different personalities, um, yeah. but 
mum's a much bigger risk taker than I am. So I tend to question everything, whereas mum's just very chilled. And in some ways that works really well. I think that dynamic works really well for us. Mm. Um, but then we do also have the typical mother-daughter thing. Like I quite often, you know, get a bit stroppy and then mum puts me back in my place <laughs> quite deservedly. <laughs> But, you know, we've, we've got quite a robust relationship. We have a very say. robust relationship. So, you know, that might happen not very often. And when it does, it's over and we just move on. And yeah, we're... give each other a hug and say, yep, yeah. yeah. okay. all good. Yeah, and off, off, <laughs> off we go again. So. I guess, yeah, really based on a partnership, based on honesty and, and tr- telling the truth so that you can move on very quickly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it's essential um, and probably even more so when you are a family working in the business. And we're very lucky that we have very supportive partners who help us as much as possible. So they're so. currently building a new workshop for us because we've outgrown our studio. <laughs> you guys have grown so much. So let's go into one, one of my favorite questions to ask is what is some of the best advice that you have ever been given that you would love to share? with our audience of businesses? I think one of the best things that we learned, and it was probably, well, I'm sure it was through our um, Basic Bananas. Clever Bunch. Clever Bunch. Yeah, that we've been doing was to be talk aboutable. Uh, I think it was something that we have been, but we probably didn't uh, realise the importance of it and how to incorporate that into yep. our marketing. So we already knew that our product was talk aboutable because... It is unique. It's one of a kind. Um, but we didn't really think about the extension of that into other areas of our branding. No. Um, so, yeah, it's been really good to hone in on that that point of difference about our product and, yeah, expanding that. And, and through that um, concept of being talk aboutable, it's actually given us a lot more confidence. Uh, we're, we're both fairly critical of ourselves and we're also perfectionists Um, and after sort of examining what we do in more depth because we do want to be talk aboutable and we do want to be distinctive from all of the other children's clothing brands that are out there it's just given us more confidence to go out there and promote ourselves um, about what we do and why we are different um, and, and why what we do can hopefully make people happy which is one of our aims to make people happy yeah I feel yeah. like you have really amplified that that brand and that differentiation over the last few months. You have really, you know, oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's obviously really it's totally changed our brand personality. And there's still a lot that we want to implement, um, which we simply haven't had time because we've just been completely run off our feet, um, just keeping up with orders. But um, yeah. You know, it's really made us think about how we want to be perceived by people, which is something that we were a little bit uh, wishy-washy on before we started the Clever Bunch program. So, Yeah. And then one thing you actually alluded to is the the confidence bit, and which is something that we hear a lot, especially with women entrepreneurs. So what are some of the maybe challenges that you have had as a, on this journey as a business, as business owners, business women, and some lessons that you have learned? Look, I think like a lot of small business owners, probably our biggest challenge is our work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably weren't as prepared as we could have been with the whole COVID thing um, and the whole Australia-made push. 
Um, so we, I mean, we really didn't know what to expect this year. So we went into the start of the year having some pretty big goals and thinking, yep, we know we need to take this to the next level. And then COVID happened and all of our face-to-face -face customer interaction just went out the window. So, um, yeah, at the start of the year, we thought, well, there's not much point investing, you know, this much money in the business when there's so much uncertainty. And then we found as the year's gone on, that people's shopping habits have just completely changed and people's wants and awareness around, um, you know, Australian-made products has completely changed as well. So that's something that we weren't really prepared for. And so, and so you know, we have found over the last few months that we've just worked incredibly hard. Um, and so it's probably been, I think, our biggest challenge. And in so doing, it's not necessarily, I mean, it's a great it's a great challenge to have. Yeah, we're not complaining about it. But. <laughs> no, and it's also it's also given us now the opportunity to think, okay, so what are we going to do differently so that we can readdress that issue of our work-life balance? And speaking of confidence, I think that this year has actually been really good from that perspective because we know that we have a product that people are going to come back and buy, you know, again and again, and they don't mind purchasing online. Um, I think previously... You know, our face-to-face -face markets were such a big part of our income that we thought, oh, how are we going to survive without it? But uh, if anything, we're thriving. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But I think, also, yeah. I think also having a home-based business from the work-life balance perspective, it's very, very difficult to shut off to say, okay, we need to stop now. Um, and, yeah, so we actually found we had to like actually go away for a couple of nights to actually physically remove ourselves from this environment just so we could get a couple of days downtime because we're so like so exhausted from working just every day for weeks and weeks on end so yeah so so two two quick questions so you've moved your whole entire business model to online now so it's mm -hmm. people buy through your website bandicoot .com.au yes. and before you had you went to markets a lot that's obviously exhausting too which you're not doing now and which is definitely a silver lining for you that you can now mm -hmm. sell your products online and and you can't keep up with the orders for your work-life balance you mentioned a little bit that yeah you're you're taking some measures here what I know for a lot of businesses that is a struggle especially working from home and and always having the work there you especially now too when a lot of people don't go to their offices anymore. What else have you done? So you've removed yourself, you've gone a few nights, you've gone away. Is there anything else that you have sort of figured out for that? We're just trying to plan ahead, really, so to make sure that we're not ever in this situation again where we're burning ourselves out because that's not good for anybody in the long run. Mm. Um, the, the other thing is that we're trying to outsource as many things as we possibly can. So um, for the website, for example, I mean, the content we will still do, but we were having some issues with WordPress and I probably spent five days trying to resolve the issue. And in the, in the end, just in desperation, said I just can't do this anymore. So we now have um, somebody to help us with that. And she, the problems that take me five days or just five days, she can do in like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it just makes no sense. So, we're trying to surround ourselves with a, a team of, of good people, um, you yourselves included. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, that we can go to and get advice or help with um, as much as possible. We're, we're looking um, at moving from block, block printing to screen printing. 
because the block printing is extremely time consuming. As so, much as we love it. As much as we love it. And we'll probably still always do, but um, we do see that we need to move to some other process, which is going to be quicker for us. So um, that can scale to as you are. Exactly. That's exactly right. right. So hence expanding the workshop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And the workshop will still be on your property. Yes. Yeah. So um, we have mum's shed is relatively new. So um, it's got, it's a double, like a double shed. Yeah. And half of it is now currently being gyp rocked and fitted out so that we can use it um, for For screen printing workshop. So yeah. Mum won't sleep anymore because she, basically has the workshop in her where she also lives right that's basically what happens anyway because <laughs> <laughs> the studio's in mum's house too so. it's like a real setup here <laughs> yeah it, yeah, is. it, is. We it can't, is we've got about what four sewing machines sitting around us while we're having a chat with you here so. <laughs> almost so, we also have um, some new seamstresses to help us because we just can't keep up with the sewing. We already had two seamstresses, but yeah, yeah a mother, can't. mother and daughter also. Yeah, that's lovely. It's so lovely. community, yeah. And then the yeah. the next question I have, which is also why a lot of our listeners come back to this show and love it so much, which is because we love sharing marketing hacks and things that work in in real life. And you have done a few things that are just you know some of little tweaks or or little strategies that can have a huge impact do you want to share some of those sure um yeah so one of the big things which we implement well it's not big thing it's probably only a relatively small thing but it's a small thing that you can easily do and it will have a big impact that's right um so we're from the clever bunch sessions we implemented our opt-in on our web page so if you head to our web page um there'll be a little pop-up that says if you sign up to our newsletter, we'll send you a $5 voucher that you can use on your first order. So when we first joined Clever Bunch, our newsletter sign up was completely abysmal. I think we had about 46 subscribers. (laughs) It was just something that we'd completely neglected. Um, And that was only about... Four months ago, maybe. Yeah, maybe, I think, yeah. We now have 500 and something subscribers. So that's pretty amazing. Um, it's amazing. That's a pretty good result, I would say. Yes. And, and you know, it has been a huge amount of effort on our part. Um, so we're really thrilled that we now have all of those people that we can engage with. So yeah, it's fantastic. And, and you have one of these businesses, and actually, a lot of people have a business where you don't need a huge, huge audience because you just need a, a really engaged audience that loves you so much. And that's what you have, people that, that buy your products and get it. They just love you so much. So that's, you know, 500 people on your list that love you. That's amazing for a small business. Look, I think one of the um, things that we have learned since we've been doing the Clever Bunch is the importance of... Um, developing a connection with people. Um, mm-hmm. We've always provided good customer service, but we have gone the extra mile now to, um, as I said, form that connection with people. So much so as, for an example, we had um, a customer who bought something from us for her um, new grandchild, which wasn't born at the time. Um, and I just developed an email dialogue with her and she came back to us and said, you know, would you be interested in selling your products in my shop for wholesale? And I said, sure, no problem. 
So we've just been having this dialogue. This week um, she rang me and she said, well, I'm coming through gunning. I'd love to meet you. So how about we do breakfast together? So, so we've, we've had just some remarkable feedback and conversations with people yeah. and it's been absolutely heartwarming, I have, yeah. I have to say. And, and the thing that blows me away is how willing people are to give you their time. Like it's not a small thing to, to go to the effort of writing somebody an email who you don't know. We all lead really busy lives but we've had the most wonderful yeah. feedback from people and we have, you know, sending us photos of kids in yeah. their clothes and yeah. just, you know, just lovely and ordering from us, you know, two or three times in the space of a couple of months. So it's, you know, been a really worthwhile lesson to us that we, you know, it's so important to develop those relationships with your customers. Yeah. And then some of them also, as you mentioned, can become partnerships. And I believe you had another partnership that, that worked really well for you. Do you want to share that too with the charity? Oh, yes, our collaboration with uh, Tandem. So yeah. another thing that's really that we're really passionate about is giving back. Like we know that we live a very privileged life. Um, so we think that we and a lot of other businesses out there have a unique opportunity to do something small um, to make a difference in the world. So, um, yeah, so I just happened to see a post on Facebook one day which... Um, was from a lady who represents a not-for-profit organisation called Tandem. They're based in Tasmania and they partner with uh, communities in Kenya um, to basically support women. Um, so they do like greenhouse projects so that women can learn how to farm and grow crops and earn money for their families and things like that. Um, but this particular post was to do with um, the issues of access to sanitary um, products for young girls who, schoolgirls in remote Kenyan communities. So it's something that we as privileged white women don't think about. Um, you know, we go to the shops, we buy whatever we need and it's never been an issue and um, it's something that I'd never even thought about that, you know, some of these poor girls don't have access to the products that they need in order to be able to go to school. So they're missing school um, there's a lot of stigma in those small communities um, around the issue of menstruation. And um, so that's kind of what Tandem were looking for people to partner with so that they could um, right, raise funds. Yeah, raise funds and, yeah. and deliver reusable sanitary kits to these to the, girls yeah. so that they could go to school. So, at the, yeah, so at the time we were doing um, a dyeing technique, a hand dyeing technique called Shibori. Which is it's a, like a Japanese tie dyeing using indigo yeah. dye. So I saw this post and I was just really impacted by this issue that, yeah, I'd never even thought about before. And I, th I said to Mum, "Can we do something with this? Um, you know, do we have a product that we can approach them with um, to see if we can form a partnership?" So yeah, we came up with the idea of hand dyeing scarves, which we could sell. And then for every scarf sold, um, a reusable sanitary kit would be donated to a girl in Kenya. So we really had no idea how this collaboration was going to work, um, how it was going to go. And we'd only been in business, what, maybe six months or so? Maybe six months. Yeah, yeah. it was very early on. Um, anyway, the re launch day came and it just went absolutely gangbusters, didn't it, Mum? It did. It, was, it did. I think we got like 100 orders on the first day and we, we were did. just completely freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> so um, 
and especially because it was the middle of winter. So um, dyeing scarves in the middle of winter with freezing cold water, let me tell you, it was not fun. (laughs) (laughs) But it was okay because we we kept on going, okay, for every scarf, that means we're going to be sending a girl to school. So it was a small price to pay. So I think since, since then... Uh, we must be up to about 250 or so sanitary kits that have been delivered from that from that collaboration. Yeah. So yeah, I'd call that a pretty big success. That one. Yeah, that's, that's huge. How did you how did you announce the collaboration so that so many people? I mean, 100 people ordering scarves for a business that is six months old. That's very impressive. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of cross promotion. So um, Tandem they did most of the actual graphics side of it and they did like a little Facebook video which we both shared on our social media platforms there was no paid advertising or anything like that it was completely organic Um, so they also promoted us on their website Uh, we put it on our website and we did it through our social media so that was basically the only channels that we that we used Um, and we also again found that people were very willing um, to support that collaboration even when we went to um, markets and things we took the scarves with us um, and it's just a really great story and it's something that is really easy to talk about yeah Um, we're not so good at talking about ourselves but perfectly happy to talk about things that we're really passionate about Mm -hmm. um yeah and things that we are really wanting to support so yeah and people love also supporting businesses like yours that have a big heart you can tell People can tell that and obviously people can tell in your story too. And one, one last one, maybe you have another one, something else he did recently, which is so cool for, it's quite, it's yes. amazing. It's the bundles. Do you want to quickly share that? Because I'm very, oh, you both. It, it was one of those. It was an epiphany. It was, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, it was a light, a light bulb, a light bulb moment. It was, you know, in one of our clever bunch sessions and, Talking about Christo, I think it was, and we were talking. Well, Christo was talking about you know packaging things together, and we I don't know why we hadn't thought of it. I don't know why we hadn't thought of it either. um, (laughs) We basically packaged up um, our rompers with a burp cloth and a bib, and we bought some nice calico bags to complete the package and put those on our website. and we found that they were just so popular, so much more popular than just a romper on its own. Um, because your yeah. scale increased dramatically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that it's partly because um, maybe if somebody was looking, because a lot of the people who buy the, the little bundles are buying them for gifts for somebody. So I think in some way maybe a romper on its own didn't look special enough and maybe was too cheap, they thought, for a gift. But if they got a gift bundle mm-hmm. suddenly it became more special mm-hmm. i can see and, that and I, I think that's why people people went for that so for us it's been fantastic um yeah been very successful yeah and very i guess that's an easy thing to do right it's it's like it's, exactly yeah exactly that's right. you know what i mean and it's something you can apply to pretty much any business or service i think yeah like, um, mm. exactly yeah, exactly I remember you had that session with Christo and he told me about it that week. He said, hey, Bandicoot actually implemented that on, on their website or maybe the, when, when, you, when we met again and he had the results and I'm like, oh my God, I love this. And so I went and looked and yeah. 
and it just it's not small tiny thing that can have a huge impact exactly yeah. i mean and we know we still have other bundle ideas in our head that we, we just haven't had time to have on it but you know you, it's just a different way of thinking you know what people could possibly like you know so one of the things that we have thought about is like mother and baby bundles yeah because we have our earrings which also match the rompers so yeah. and we make headlights for women so great idea yeah that's actually mm. yeah, a bit of a upcoming fashion too that mom and babies dress the same yeah. way twinning, twinning which is very cute now, last question is, if you could only share one tip with fellow business owners, what would you share? What are your final words? Only final words for today. We'll probably have you back because I know that you'll have more stories. <laughs> <laughs> I think for us, uh, because we spoke about our confidence before and that we are quite critical and our confidence mm -hmm. is lacking at times. So one of the things that we have learned through this journey is not to compare yourself with other businesses and particularly to take as a grain of salt sometimes the things that you read in social media about how other businesses are doing because sometimes you can get very despondent when you read things from people to say how fantastically well they are doing. Yeah, and they've sold out of everything. It's like, you know, you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. For all we know, they only had two of something on their website to start with. So, <laughs> um, and everybody is, has their own journey. Um, and, you know, I think you put a lot of pressure on yourself for something to go viral. But in reality, that just doesn't happen most of the time. Um, and usually when something does go viral, we've found that it's something completely unexpected, um, something that we ourselves didn't really think was going to be that much of a hit, but then people really love it. So, you know. Um, and, and the other thing is that it, it takes time, I think, to actually get to a point where you know whether or not you are doing something right or not. I mean, it's taken us probably three, three and a half years yeah. to get to this point um, where we are more certain about what we're doing and that we have a product which is worthwhile and which is something that... Yeah, and which products are going yes. to hit the right notes with our customer yeah. base. Um, yeah, it, so. it doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it certainly doesn't. And, and I think that's a really good note to finish on that, you know, I, I always say don't compare yourself with others, no. with others but only, only compare yourself to yourself and, and see how you exactly. can how you can be better today than you were yesterday, which is something that exactly. you yeah. both yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on the show and sharing your insights so generously because I know the, the campaigns that you're doing are so helpful also for other people to learn from. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Francisco. It was lovely to talk to you as usual. <laughs> thank you. And for the listener, as always, if you love this show, please feel, uh, please feel free or please do share this with your fellow business owners and you can also leave a review, a five star preferably. And we can't wait to <laughs> hear you again next time. Bye for now. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.